There you have it, folks. Uh, folks at home, welcome back. I hope you're having a wonderful Saturday night. I know we are. Uh, this is an early show tonight, Beck, which is nice. Like, right now, I feel like it could be 10 o'clock, when, in fact, it's only 8 p.m. Wow. How about that? Dude, we started at 8. No. I, <laughs> yeah, we were late. Yeah, we didn't shit, start bro. at 8. Now, <laughs> oh, it is. It is 8. Late. Jeez, dude. We were 15 minutes late. Time, it wasn't that bad. Time drags. Uh, let me remind you, if you're watching over on Facebook, uh, please like and share the feed. If you do that, we're going to put you in a contest to win the world-famous Ike Life gift bag loaded with sponsored products. Weighs about 20 30, to 30 pounds. 300. Uh, share that feed. You're going to be entered to win that contest. Also, encourage you, man, if you've got questions, comments during the show, we've got some great guests coming up. Please shoot them through. Paul, shoot them messages through. We're going to get them through. And uh, if your question's really good, Brian, we got we got stuff laying around. If the question's really, really good. That's right. We'll get your we'll get your address. And Where's we'll Becky's pig stuff. behind there? David over there. Yeah, we got Becky's we pig. got Bex hog. We got Dave's Bex hair hogs. hair piece from the uh, skit we did. Somebody could a while win it. Back. What I do? There's your hair piece back there. That's still there. So what, we got what? a lot of stuff we can give away. I don't even remember wearing. Yeah. Island boy. Island. Oh Island god. Boy oh god. I forgot that like a like an assault victim. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Um. Well, yeah. Brian, I, I, are we? <laughs> Looks like I know. I Pete, know. Becky, PVP. Oh God, sorry about the title. I like. Look at all that. It's yeah. all. It's totally. Oh, wrong. do it again. Do it again. I liked it. The ruckus. What was all that? I want to be Pete. All that. Pete, Becky, PVP bras. Hold on. Let's let's just roll like that. All night long. <laughs> Mark, Mark Jeffries. Jeffries. Hey everybody! I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> Been tired for about a minute. So Paul. <laughs> Paul, you've kind of branded the, the Power Bait Paul thing is really taken on, uh, I, I would say, locally and nationally to a certain extent. <laughs> it's catchy. Do, do you like this new, the, the, the PBP? Do you like, do you like the, the, oh, ac yeah. the acronym? You like oh, that yeah, too? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. It's up there with GDP and uh, BTC. It is. Wow. It is. Wow. <laughs> GDP, well, gro gross domestic product? Like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> Greg Dam. Greg's going to Greg kick Dan yeah. Palmer. Well, yeah. BTC has a guy, so you could also have one we hat might. and one shirt. Yes. I didn't even know Greg DePalma yes. was GDP. I did. Paul, I'm already scheming your logo. I'm already in my mind. I'm already thinking. What, are you, what thing, are you thinking about? Uh, well, the only thing I'm thinking of is if we actually created a logo, we came out with merch and all that, Would would if we use the term power bait, would that be would, – would it be infringement? Yes. Would we be worried? Should yeah, we be worried? Yeah, that, that's right, let's, why let's, not just uh, a giant? Hold on a second. I, let's, I mean, let's, let's not go down the legalese way. But, but this is a let's talk about what his logo would be. A big I, giant I, hook with a red goatee hanging off the back <laughs> of it. Yes. Uh, yes. I like it. I've you were looking wait, at me with disdain, and now Brian? you like me. No, no. I'm thinking like, <laughs> like red porco or something like that. Yeah, like a big giant silver hook with a red goatee hanging off the S of it. Black jig, pink pork. What is your logo? BTC. BTC. I thought there would be more of like a carpenter reference. I, I didn't make it. Just Carpentry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The T could be a hammer. Yeah. yeah. A saw, maybe yeah. a saw yeah. somewhere. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. And Paul, yeah. we could we could always <laughs> pull in the Jurassic Park. T could have been a hammer. Yeah. Yo, so that, right. So so it could be Paul's head on a T-Rex. I like, kind of like <laughs> with that. A, with, a, with a rod in his hand. Yes. Right? And we, uh, we can yeah. use and, the and, similar font. And a guardrail behind me. And the guardrail. Right. right. This is the guardrail guardian. Yep. Yes. That's beautiful. Uh, yes, I love it. I but, love but it. yeah, right, that, well, that really is a good question, though, if that would be a copyright infringement. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's a terrible question. Well, well, how about a terrible question. How about, I mean, I mean, how about a no trespassing sign with a big orange goatee? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. That's a With good a guardrail on oh. yes. Now, let me tell you, though, <laughs> Let me, in all seriousness. But I'm really curious about it. Paul, let me tell you the, the sure bet way around the trademark copy copyright infringement. Have McGraw draw it? No. It's which is different. what our good friend Ed Bassmaster did, which is Ed Bassmaster's last name is actually Bassmaster. Now. He legally changed he it. He legally changed his last name. So, Paul, hmm. if you legally change your first name, to power bait. Yes. <laughs> we oh, are will be so proud. They can't do nothing about it. Listen, oh, this, we can do this. We have, we this have is a legal happen. team here we're at Pro Edge. Paul, we're doing we can this. do this. So we, you're keeping the Paul. We're just legally adding, adding to power it. bait oh, to your man. name. Think about this, Paul. Yeah, yeah. yeah but Paul just it's became his middle name. Well, it can't become his middle name. Yeah. Uh, it, I like it better as his middle name. Paul, you, you drink yet? You're not still not drinking? Maybe tonight? I might need one after uh, all this. <laughs> You're lucky, Brian. Mama, don't go yeah. out no more. You'd already been you'd already been drinking. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, enough of the ridiculousness here, Brian. Hey, I am very hey, excited hey, uh, about our next guest. Um, if you follow fishing like I do, you know these names, and uh, it was bittersweet for me because last week I had to uh, I had to captain. I wanted to captain. I was cap- captaining Vegas Had to. at the Junior Youth National Championship. But I really wanted to be on the Upper Susquehanna. I love that fishery, and I love fishing the Hobie BOS event. So I, I got to watch from afar uh, history in the making. Um, and we had uh, two, two brothers finish first and second, which is, which is pretty freaking awesome. Uh, joining us now uh, via, via what? How, 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 how do we have them patched in here? Uh, is this like satellite? What is this? Yeah, electronics. Via electronics. We've got the minor clan, Nolan, Ewing, and Todd. Dad, dad is, is Todd's the dad. <laughs> Hi. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. Oh, can y'all see us now? I don't know. How, how's it going? How you doing tonight? Doing all right. Just sitting down after work. Actually got off of work earlier to come join on the show. Heck nice. yeah. What do you do? I work at Bass Pro. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. I'm amazed they let you off early. Did you tell them what you were going to do? <laughs> yeah, they, they would have kept you if they knew you were going to do the Ike Live show. This is true. I, I told my boss, I said, uh, so I'm supposed to go on Ike Live at, at 7, and I was scheduled to work until 9, and he said, all right, just make sure someone else is here, and you're fine. Okay. Wow. Wow. That's not bad. Now, there's a little bit of a tie-in here real quick. Uh, when I was a young man uh, around these guys' oh, age, man, oh, no, no. I worked at Dick's Sporting Goods in yeah. the lodge. So so very similar. Is Do you feel like working at Bass Pro, is that is that helping you in, in your career of fishing? Is it just a – is it a good gig or using it as a springboard? Uh, it's just something to do. It's pretty close by. Uh, okay. Decent good discount and it's really our management at our particular store is is great and as far as getting off for tournaments school they're understanding about that and that's the main reason i work there that that's awesome that's awesome i i feel like uh those same things for me when i worked at dicks but i honestly feel like looking back on it it was a great um introduction to like dealing with the with the public with the general public, it was a great introduction to working with people 
and you know talking about products. You know what I mean? Like but I'm, I'm a, still pretty young. I remember you know? as a kid wishing that I lived near a Bass Pro that I could walk to. Oh, I know. It'd be like a devout Catholic wanting to live next to the Vatican. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I wanted to actually you know yeah. go to one and not order. I know. From, I mean, we, remember we used to have to call the operator well, and give the fuck give the, the codes to the well, things you were ordering. Catalogs were king back then. Dude, you, know, you couldn't wait for world. that new catalog. And they were those oh, yeah. little old southern ladies, and they had no idea what you were talking about. So you had to have you the had number. to have the, the order number. Yeah, yeah you had the item. Uh, and they yeah. were long too, dude. Oh yeah, there was letters and numbers. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. I, I wish I worked at a Bass Pro when I was a kid. Have you ever had anyone come in the Bass Pro shops and asked for a lure or a rod or a reel for carpies? <laughs> I have not. Okay. But I, don't, I I work in the marine department and sell, uh, okay. you know, electronics. But okay. I'm sure, I'm sure the fishing department they have have a few interesting stories about stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I've had I've had a few of those myself. Uh, guys, I want to jump right into it. Uh, let's talk about last week uh, up at the Susquehanna. Uh, amazing fishery, low water. Talk about it. I want to hear from all, all three of you guys. How how was the event? How was the fishing? Did it did practice turn into how you caught them, or was it something that just happened? Yeah, uh, practice was pretty good, and fishing during the tournament was good as well. Uh, Ewing's practice was kind of tougher than mine was, but uh, I was there for a little longer than he was. I got there on Wednesday. And since we're brothers and we're trying to do the whole information sharing thing and working together, I was able to kind of steer him in the, the right direction when things, cause he's, you know, he got second place there last year. Yeah. Water was way different. He went back to the same area and stuff. Just, you know, he, he wasn't able to relocate those same fish is my understanding. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, it, it's such an interesting fishery from a standpoint of fishing it in a kayak because you have, you, you can portage, right, in, in that event. And you can you can get out of the kayak. You can push in, push over. Um, you can do downstream drifts. Did you guys utilize any of those techniques to, to do well? I was doing what they call the single access where you put in and, you know, you fish around as, comfortable, as, as far as you can comfortably go from your launch and then you take out at the same launch. I think Ewing did a float. Gotcha. I did a float, but the way that I was uh, doing my float, it was to where I was coming from downstream of the fish. You know how the Susquehanna, it's got all sorts of islands. I was coming on the main channel side and then swinging around and coming from downstream of the fish. So I just had to hit more more places throughout the day than Nolan because obviously he found a better population of fish. Gotcha. Were you guys near the Statue of Liberty? No. The baby not Statue of Liberty. Yeah. We're not. You got to watch my YouTube video if you want to see where we were fishing. Well, what's your YouTube channel for people listening? It's just my name on YouTube, Nolan Miner. Okay. But I got both days on YouTube. They're already up. All right, cool. I'll check that out, man. Yeah, the, uh, the Susquehanna to me is a very interesting fishery, and it's – Dude, those Dave, I know you fished there too. Mm-hmm. Those smallmouth are vicious. Dude. They're 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 vicious. horrible. Yeah, they're terrible. They're terrible. <laughs> like I've never seen a two pounder fight that hard. Yeah, they're, before. they're mean. Man. Think about where they where they live. Yeah. You know, they don't yeah. they live in a harsh environment. Yeah. What what were some of the patterns that worked for you guys? What what was the deal? How did you catch them? You know what that is, Mike? Hey Bry, zoom up on that. Yeah. Hang on, hold it right there, buddy. There we go. What is that thing? Yeah, look looks at like that. Looks like a spider. Uh, Looks like a spider. Show it again, Nolan. 
Just so you know, we can see you like this big from where we're sitting. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, you see that? Whoa. Look at that, dude. What is that? It's like a cicada. Listen. John Cicada? What is that? Um, it's a bait that Evergreen makes. It's called a gizmo, Evergreen gizmo. Wow. Um, it's a floating bug. It's made out of elastomer, so it's like not quite like a Z-Man plastic. It's a, a little tougher than that. Okay. Tougher but than that. But it floats, and yeah, it, it does look like a cicada because that's what they were eating, and that's kind of how we tricked some of those bigger, wiser smallmouth in the, the low, clear water. What hook are you rigging on that? Uh, it has a hook in it. It's a number two hook that's already. You can't see it from here. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. now I can see it, that angle. Oh, okay. But, wow, that's oh, awesome, dude. That thing is badass. Dude, huh. it's less than an eighth of an ounce. Less than an eighth. L slightly less than an eighth. I did the math. Wow. Yeah, I, con I did conversions. and Wow. So, so long rod, braid, I guess, I'm assuming, to make that cast? Yeah, I was using a, a, a 7.2 medium light. Um, with 10-pound braid to an 8-pound trilene leader. Just some good old mono because, you know, you had to have it float fluorocarbon and kind of make it dive. Or I get, oh, yeah. I'll take that back. And you'll hear this from us a couple times because we're brothers. We're kind of buttonheads. Ewing started using fluorocarbon because his fish were running him around rocks, and I think he broke off one. So he, despite the fluorocarbon kind of pulling the bait down, decided that the abrasion resistance was more important. I just wanted the buoyancy, so I fished mono. Gotcha. Wow. So I did have... Not one, but two fish break me off during the tournament. And the second one, I Nolan only gave me two of the gizmos because they were hard to get your hands on. He didn't have enough to just be handing them out to me. But I followed the fish around until it jumped and threw my bait, got it back. And <laughs> that, that's when I switched to the fluorocarbon leader because I was not <laughs> trusting the mono around the rocks anymore. Wow. That's but, pretty hardcore. That's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, every time I try to do that, they jump and throw it, and then the bait sinks, and I never get it back. Yeah. You know, it sinks or it goes down current. I can't find it. Wow. That's, that's, I give you credit. You actually deserve bonus points for that. I have a round of applause. Yeah, I have a round of applause, too, for that. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. He also doesn't have 50-year-old eyes, so he probably could that's see That's true. It. I can't see anything. You're right. He just, like, <laughs> saw it, like, the whole time. Yeah, I can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to ask this question. I know there's a lot of people watching that love kayak fishing. They're, they're, they fish the Hobies. They fish the KBF. They fish Bassmasters. The Ike Foundation. Ike Foundation. <laughs> uh, you guys have yeah. had a lot of success in the kayak world. Too much. In, in a short <laughs> period of time. In a short period of time. You really, you really have. Talk. Of, I, I just want to hear it from you guys. Like, Why do you think that is? Because I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, a lot of people are watching right now thinking, how are these kids so good on a kayak that quick? Give, give give us some juice here. Like what? How do you get good at kayak fishing? What makes you good at kayak fishing? You start them early. Yeah. Yeah. How early Very, are we talking about? I think Ewan was probably eight or nine. Wow. I'm not sure. He was he was pretty young. Yeah. My first experience in a kayak was not a good one either. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, is, it, is there it, a story to uh, this? Did, did we turn it I guess I can go in there. So we going down to the beach and stuff. We throw the kids out, and, you know, it's slick, calm water. <laughs> they can't get in any trouble. So we venture out on a summer trip down the river. We throw Ewan in a kayak, and he goes down, gets lodged up on a rock. The 
the raging current coming by him. He's never experienced that as a kid. <laughs> he go out in a pond and everything's perfect. And uh, he thought he was going to die and uh, <laughs> got his mom in the kayak. He jumped in the canoe with me and, and we went down the river, I don't know, several hours. And I talked to him about where the rocks were in the river, how to read the water, the currents and everything, and put him back in the kayak. He'd play for a little bit and we he and his mom would switch back and forth through the day. And that was his introduction to kayaking. Yeah, I figured it was going to be almost killed your kid moment. I figured that's where was going. <laughs> he wasn't in danger, but, uh, but yeah, he was he was pretty shook up about uh, it. I mean, Todd, you're on your way to being like the Archie Manning of bass fishing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's awesome, though. I, I, I like what you said because I think, man, when I look at successful uh, athletes in any sport, right, not just fishing. You always see um, an early introduction to the sport. You know what I mean? You see kids that have developed a passion from it from a very early age. A lot of them have badass dads. Badass like dads. Todd, you know badass what I mean? Badass dads yeah. or, or just passing that passion on. Sure. And, they, it, and if they click and they gravitate toward it, you know, it, it's development of a, a great athlete, you know? For sure. So it's cool to see that. It's really cool to see that progression, you know? Super cool. Athlete. Athlete. Am I saying that wrong? No, you said it right. Thank you guys for, for, for doing the parenting that you guys do. I, I keep up with uh, some of your adventures that you post up. Some fun times, and congrats to to Little Vegas on his his work he's doing. Thank you. Yeah, I, I might, Todd, I might need some advice. Uh, earlier in the show, you know, we're, we're, I'm at the stage now where I'm, like, becoming, like, part dad but part coach. Like, when we fish, I'm trying to teach him and coach him. Is there such a thing as being too hard on him? Like I, I'm, I don't know, you know, because I'm still trying to figure it out. But well, he threw a headset I, at him. He's not yeah. <laughs> I, I, I find myself like, you know, wanting to critique stuff, but I, I don't know. If, you know what I mean? It's like hard because I'm a fish head, you know. So I like I'm throwing that at him at 11, and I don't know if that's good or bad. You know. Yeah, well, I'm I'm not a bass fisherman, so I, there's not a whole lot of coaching coming from from me. Uh, I taught them on river streams, um, a lot of trout fishing growing up yeah. cool. with them. And I guess that's where the stream, being able to read the water. Yeah. That was a key factor this past week. Where'd yeah. you grow Where'd you grow up, Todd? Uh, Southwest Virginia in Abingdon. Okay. Yeah. So, and we still get down there every chance we can down around Damascus, tremendous trout waters down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Beck, what do you think about it? What do I think about it? <laughs> well, no, my but my question is, so if you taught them trout fishing, when did the boys transition to bass fishing? Or, like, when when did this shift happen that you guys took more to bass fishing? And, you know, was it always out of a kayak? Were you guys bank fishermen? Was there ever a boat involved? I mean, what was the progression here? Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, and I'll let the boys chime in. Six years ago today... Um, no one finished second in the high school national championship. Dang. And that was the day that, that opened his eyes that, Hey, I can compete with these guys. Yeah. Um, it was just little local stuff up to that point. And, uh, then little brother Ewing four years behind him was starting to, to grab onto it in, in, in the high school club. Um, then there's a third brother in between the two of them. I chatted with uh, Ronnie Moore about this, uh, earlier in the week. There's a chance that Ronnie Moore might get to cover him in the saltwater um, 
series that, that he's hosting now on the East Coast next year Very on cool. a, in a billfish tournament that you and will be, or why it'll be competing in. So that's pretty cool that, that that's all coming around. Very cool. Um, I'll, I'll let the boys take over from uh, on, on where the bass fishing started out. Yeah, for, for me, um, I want to say my junior year of high school was the first time that I stepped foot in a bass boat. I'm pretty sure is when that happened for me. But we were fishing for anything that had fins from I don't know when we exactly started. <laughs> very, very young. We were constantly chasing down fish, you know, however that uh took place whether if it was on a pond bushwhacking down some creek near the house or in somebody's boat i mean kayak and we we kind of did it all but yeah i started i started fishing um probably the same stuff well i guess i didn't start as early as vegas um because he's on the junior side correct yes yeah um so i when i started it was the high school stuff but i i have been a boat captain probably were you at carroll county lake yes mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I boat captained there um, for for some guys that uh, that came from the same high school team as me. But this was once I was already in college. I That's pretty cool. There, so yeah, we've cool. we've kind of done done a whole bunch of any. Once we got into the high school fishing stuff, it, it kind of just you know took off from there. Yeah. And, you, and where was your probably, high school? Where's your high school? Central Virginia. We so our high school didn't actually have a fishing team, but uh, if your high school doesn't have a team, I think they let you. You know, if you're willing to drive to another high school, you can join their team. And so that's what we did. We we fished with a neighboring county. Nice, gotcha. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. I remember my first high school tournament. It was the Potomac River, Aquia, and Potomac Creek. We're limited to that. Um, that's, those are the only creeks on the Potomac that I've fished that I haven't liked at all. I caught zero bass. I lost <laughs> one, four pounds in the last five or six minutes on the bridge right in front of the ramp. But that was my first time ever being in a bass boat. I remember blast off, like, you know, we were in a smaller boat, seeing the rooster tails going past us. That just, that got me all sorts of fired up to keep doing it and my second tournament was the same place and i caught a four pounder off the same bridge piling that i lost the the one off of and one with one bass wow wow sounds like jersey one with one bass you know for the takeoff dude this the rooster tails but also in order to have the rooster tails be majestic you need the smell of the outboard engines also the whole (laughs) thing the whole thing the noise yeah the the excitement yeah or an outfall pipe yeah it's funny you said that about the rooster tail because on carroll county lake which is little brian it's literally a thousand acres thousand acre reservoirs what it's called is that where you were at yeah it's a thousand acres it's it's a small lake thousand but in the tournament for my for Vegas and his partner Max, I purposely went as fast as I could the whole time, and I was I would seriously, and I I did this for that reason because I I can remember that like I remember being in my yep. dude it's exciting it's but I would like every once in a while I'd look over at Vegas and Max and they're holding on for dear life yeah. <laughs> their cheeks are pushed back you know it's it's the, but I'm like but then when we'd stop you could see like. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, but that is an exciting yeah, part just, of the sport. Yeah, I just survived you know? death. Yeah, yeah. I'm still in the boat. I didn't fly out. Right. Half my tackles still. In, yeah. Bags of Senkos just flying right, out the back. Right. Holding on. Yeah. 
It's awesome. I was I was laughing. I just I can remember. I mean, it's a thousand acres, but you can't run the whole lake wide open. Yeah. Like a lot of it's an idle zone. So you were you're moving around in some pretty pretty confined waters. Yep. Yeah. S- small body of water. Well, that's awesome. An early start. The high school program, obviously, high school. has been huge for the sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's amazing. Dude, let's but, have our Uncle Rico moment for a second. Imagine if we had a high school team. I we would have mopped this friggin' state up, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Only if Coach would have put us in, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. Bro, we're wrong, wrong generation. We would have smashed this state, yeah, dude. we would have. We would have. Uh, I, I do want to get back, though, guys. I want to get back to what – what do you feel like is one important thing that makes you a good kayak angler, a good kayak fisherman? Because I think there's a lot of people that, that want to know that. They want to get better. Get, give me, I want to hear one from each of you. Todd, too, I want you to chime in. Give me one thing that you feel like makes you a better kayak fisherman or makes you a good kayak angler. You and you go first because you, you've won more than I have. Uh, so for me, I feel like it's really just a kayak forces me to slow down and yeah. – fish the areas that I'm fishing a whole lot more thoroughly than I would with the, in a bass boat. Yeah. I'll come. I had never realized how quickly fish will reset on a, like a point current break, anything fish will reset a whole lot faster than you would think. Giving those fish an hour, like you typically would usually not the case. You can, I've seen it. Fish will reset in 10 to 15 minutes and, be like they've never seen a bait again and i think just being able to slow down pick those areas apart that's that's the main key for me yeah yeah uh for me i would say we we love fishing for the fact that it's fishing like i said we've always fished for anything that has fins on it so I think a lot of the reason you're maybe not seeing as many of the younger guys in it right now is because there's no $80,000 really fast boat attached to this part of bass fishing. But right. I know that there are enough people out there like Ewing and I that love fishing for what it is. Yeah. And I think those those are the people you got to watch out for because for some reason there's kind of a disconnect when it comes to the competing part when you don't have, you know, because it's kayak fishing, right? Because right. we were talking about um, – on another show I went on about how can we make kayak fishing cooler? I'm like, I spent $265 for an entry fee, didn't put gas in a boat and made $10,000. I don't know how you can make it cooler than that. That's um, but rad. I guess maybe there's something. Yeah. And, and on top of that, I saw a video today where a, um, a whale ate two kayakers. I think it was off the coast of California. Nice. Anybody see that? Th- thanks yeah, for I've that, Brian. Seen, that was, that. Was... But, they survived. Right. Yeah. Spit it back out. Yeah. Spit right. it back out. They yeah, weren't baleen. The way like before, the whale a whale actually came up and landed on a boat. So, kayak doesn't need to be Not beat up in that topic. Boats, boats <laughs> You're right. But no, it actually ate them. Also. Yeah. Todd, I'll send you the video. It actually, it ate, actually them. ate them. It was pretty wrong. That sounds crazy. That's a yeah. good story to tell to bar, you know? Was, and it was two girls and they got spit out. Wow. Like Jonah. Huh. From the whale. How about that? Or the great fish. Yeah. You know, I would answer that question. Who wants to make kayak fishing awesome? Look at what look at regular everyone every asshole now has a bass boat <laughs> flying across the water everywhere. Right. You can't be anywhere without right. somebody zooming past you. Right. Let's keep keep the quiet kayak thing quiet. Yeah. Go win your ten grand with your two hundred and sixty five dollars. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> Stop talking about it. You're wrecking it for everybody. It's <laughs> growing though. I mean, those Hobie events. 
I, I stress out when I have to do the signups because Mike's like it opens at 9 a.m. And uh, I'm on yeah. there because within you minutes. In. You can't get in. Within minutes. Yeah. I mean. Is that they, right? Yeah. yeah. I, th- I thought some I would have lo- some like, yeah. leeway because, you know, I wor- I've been working with Hobie for like eight years now, you know. Yeah. Dip- diplomatic yeah. community. Yeah. Something, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, talk talk to the guys over there to like, nah, you got to register the <laughs> same way. You're a civilian. Everybody has to register. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. I'll do it. You know, I don't I don't want any favors. You know what I mean? Mike, but Mike, Mike doesn't do it. Just well, I don't do it. <laughs> so I, yeah. I give it to the ladies right. to do. Right. I don't do it. But here's the thing. And I'm glad you brought the, the, the money thing up. Dude, it's amazing to me. Dave, listen to me on this. I'm listening. There are <laughs> professional kayak anglers out there right now. Like, that's their job. Right? There are guys that do this yeah. all two, all three series. And they're making thirty. They're clearing thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a year in winnings. That's incredible. We have a daughter that just graduated LSU. Todd, you know what it cost to send her to LSU? You don't want to. Don't know. have a clue. Not yeah, a clue. you don't want to know. It was horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. I'm still hurting. Uh, she yeah, got a yeah. job right out of LSU. <laughs> don't don't say Make, what she makes. Well, I'm just telling you. But you could potentially make more you. money fishing the kayak series the series that's incredible to me i i'm stoked that that this is getting to a point where you could do this professionally. why don't we just stop trying to grow the sport and just keep it quiet for, for god's sake there's enough people of... there's enough people <laughs> we got enough we don't have to grow no more but I you agree. know what let's but zip I, it up can i yeah. tell you something that does frustrate me there are so many snobs though that think that if you have a bass boat you you must be a better angler well, than true. someone in a kayak that's well, true. that it's does because you are <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. It's that's not, not true. All oh, right. That is not true. And they also have tiny penises. That's no, oh, come on. What, they the do. baseball guys or the kayak guys? The guys that think that the boat Oh, yeah. Something. There well, is such a... Yeah. yeah have, have you guys experienced any of that? Like that negativity? Guys with of, tiny penises? Yeah, that negativity of big boats when you're in, in kayak fishing. I actually have a little bit. I have a little bit. <laughs> in a kayak? In a kayak. By a bass boat guy? Not by a bass boat oh, guy. Oh, damn it. But by big boat guys that... You know, I need a bass boat guy to just not, on a not kayak. Not bass boat guy, but but big a big boat guy. Is that rain? That. <laughs> Beck just heard rain. Ah, oh, my ran. windows are down, dude. I've only had one run in with Maybe. a boat that was tough, um, yeah. but I haven't fished near as many tournaments as Ewing has. I'm sure he'll have more than what I have to add. But basically, the reason that I feel like it was so bad i was we were at toledo bend this year in february um and i was fishing a secondary point in a creek you know it's not a huge spot and i just i had to say to the guy uh hey man can you can you just turn the other way because i'm i'm casting right there and you're gonna you're gonna run over my line yeah so i feel like i shouldn't have had to say that because i was there he was not there when i started there he you know drove in and but for the most part i don't know i think i think people just need to communicate on the water so if i'm going down the bank and i see a bass boat i'm going to say something to him not in a you know confrontational way just hey man yeah. i'm trying you know i'm going to keep going down this way if you want to go around this way or whatever yeah i think the problem is a lot of kayak guys already hate bass boat guys and bass boat guys have this hate for kayak guys so like right. two guys pass each other at a creek don't say anything and then I, later uh, in the day oh this dude cut me off da, da, da. i think right. i think actually it's just nobody loves to see another angler on the water I mean, let's just That's be it. honest. You never pull up to a full boat ramp and you're happy about it. 
You never go down a bank like, oh, great, there's 13 people on this bank. You yeah. know what I mean? Or, or grass bank. <laughs> Let's just be real, dude. We yeah. don't want to see growth sport. It's a lie. Yeah. That that was me in the, on the Susky. I was like, I launched probably one of the busier ramps on the river. There's probably 40 guys that morning, maybe 30, but a uh, good bunch of kayakers. And I get to my spot and I had it to myself all day. I was just sweet. Wow. That was a lot of fun. Was there the next on day it? there were guys diving on it with masks on yeah. though that were like doing something. And there was a whole John boat full of dudes wearing blue jeans that had masks and like fins. And Six they were... of them. I think they had tubes tied to the John boat so they could stay underwater for eternity. Wait, 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 wait. This... Yeah. What? We're talking about oysters here? What are we talking about? Freshwater <laughs> pearls? What do we got? We don't know. <laughs> no, we got to so find maybe, out. It might have been on the Susquehanna. It might have been Susky. Civil War memorabilia. Gatling guns? Yeah. They were wearing blue I, jeans. I don't know. I think these guys, they, they dropped on a couple of my spots. And, well, they dropped in one spot, but there was some good water right there. I was I was having pretty good success on. And there were some catfish in the area. And I think they were just going down there playing with the catfish. Were they gigging cats? They have I didn't, never or? saw a fish. But they had stayed down forever. I mean, there's like six guys standing up. I'm like, how in the world are they not turning that boat over? Big guys. <laughs> And it's like a 16-foot John boat. Next thing I do, no, I look around, there's only one of them standing up, and the rest of them are gone. Underwater, gone. <laughs> wow. They're like, well, there goes that spot. Wait, wait. Like, this could be a sitcom. Mask and snorkel? Mask and – I don't know about the snorkel, but they would stay under forever. So I think they had, like, plastic tubing tied to the – they were breathing through that instead of snorkel. The snorkel was a – I don't know, 20 feet of tubing going to the boat. I don't know what they were That's doing. That's Davy Jones it, shit. Yeah, it was it was pretty weird. That in is. blue jeans. Huh. In blue jeans. Yeah. Which is amazing. Blue jeans get a lot of good work. Yeah. It's good work right there. Uh, let me remind everybody watching, uh, if you got a question uh, for any of the miners that we have on right now, please hit us up. Paul, what do we got coming through? We got any good questions coming through, comments? What do we got? Well, uh, Chuck Fish says, I have a kayak and a bass boat. Should I hate myself? Yes. <laughs> That's a great comment. He wins yeah. something. You he wins something. something. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, he, he should absolutely self-loathe in all situations. He's correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That's a great comment. Chuck, send your information to somebody. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you guys this because I, I'm going to say it. This is bad because I probably I'm gonna get crucified. Then don't do I, it. Again, no, I'm gonna do it because I don't care. At Again? this stage of my career and life, I don't care anymore. Uh, because I just want to be honest. Hold on. I'm just gonna say it. I don't care. I'm gonna ask you guys the same question. This is Ike Live. You gotta be honest. <laughs> You're not allowed to have an opinion. This is my self-destruct you, you podcast. Me, <laughs> tell me what right. I want to hear. Right. <laughs> I'll answer first. Then you guys tell me your honest opinion. I like kayak fishing better than big boat fishing. <gasps> there it is. There it is. I said what? it. What? Agreed. Dude. Agreed. I like it a lot more. I'm telling you. Becky knows for a fact. Becky? She knows. I really enjoy it. I, 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 at this stage of my life, I like it better. He okay. gets very nice legs after a uh, tournament. And I get, I get a good pump on. Guys, <laughs> big boat, kayak, one over the other, equally <laughs> the same. Give me your honest answer. You think you go first. Kayak fishing. I mean, it's... There's so many more places I can take my kayak. Yeah. Uh, it's way cheaper. I don't have to pay for gas. Uh, you you notice a lot more when you're when you're out on the water. It's when more you're intimate. Not, it's more intimate. You're not thinking. You don't have the big motor running. You 
don't have all that stuff to distract you um, yeah. aside from electronics, but you just, you connect with nature more maybe. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it's, it's just, I've really enjoyed it. And I used to not enjoy it as much as I do now. I guess it's probably just, I'm in a Hobie now and I'm comfortable out there. I'm not paddling around. Oh, it's a great time. Yeah. Fuck paddling. Yeah. <laughs> Now, if I had hit that Mega Millions a week ago, which might be a different opinion, but I have to agree with both these guys. Yeah. Right. Kayaks are I, – I liked it better than when I had the big boat. Really? Yeah, yeah I do. You didn't, you didn't hit some, the Mega Millions? I didn't hit it, of course Damn. not. There, there's, there is something special about it's it. It's intimate. It, yeah, it's intimate. But, you know, the access, all that. But, dude, hooking, hooking a fish, let's just say a three-pound smallmouth on the Susquehanna, right, in a jet boat versus a kayak, it's totally – dude, it's so much better in a kayak. It's so much more in your face, yeah. and you know what I mean. It's, your your it's boat's like, getting spun. Yeah, it's more like combat. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely cooler. I don't yeah. think that's an outrageous thing for you to say. No, I'll, I'll, I, I agree. I have fished one kayak derb ever, and uh, spent half the day figuring it out, and the other half uh, losing fish on the on pissing the excellence. No. Uh. No, I didn't lose it, but <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that bump board thing—that's another topic. <laughs> bump board, but um. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's I awesome. felt better the day after the tournament because I was in a kayak. The seats are super comfortable. Get, yeah. You get the physical workout, the leg pump, yeah. and I wasn't just standing all day. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So for me, I felt better as opposed to feeling worse. Yeah. So I will take that on a bass boat. four for four. Let's go for the fifth shot. What do we got? Next guy. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm kind of on the fence. What I would say is that I, I miss being able to – cover water because my style has always been kind of because i fished i fished pretty extensively in the college series um my style has always been to run around like a chicken with my head cut off that's <laughs> yeah. how i always fished the best in bass tournaments just going very very fast for the most part but i wish i could be as stealthy as i am in a kayak in my bass boat because it's yeah. i'm sure that you know this mike it's insane when you go and fish somewhere that you would fish from a boat how more relaxed, how much more relaxed the fish are. I don't oh, know yeah. if you've got forward sonar on your kayak, but you can be so much closer to the fish. They don't know you're there. Yeah. There's a lot more you can get away with. And, you know, fish, fish know what a bass boat is nowadays. All, they all know they're all so educated. And yeah. so that's, it's, if I can be where the fish are at in my kayak, love it because, you know, it's, it's more effective if you're where they are, but a bass boat can travel, you know, and hit a bunch of different places where they are. Yeah. All right. So how can we get kayak guys to, to understand how to use a boat ramp or get the hell out of the way? <laughs> well, that's not, I, since, you know, since I am, you know, I've done the boat stuff plenty and done the kayak stuff plenty. I feel like I see it from both sides. So I'm always really careful when I have my kayak to right, make so sure I'm your out opinion? everybody's way. What's your and it's not that hard. Uh, I get, I don't know. It, I don't know how to fix that one, uh, but I personally know that I am not the guy getting in the way. <laughs> so, some of, some of these an answer, some of these kayak guys act like they're christening a tugboat. You know what I mean? Like, like get that little piece of shit in the water. It don't even have it. Don't even have pedals. Get it in the water. It weighs twenty five pounds. Get out of the way. There's real people trying to fish. Uh, <laughs> it, oh, it just man. went the other way, dude. Worse than that. We. Thursday night at DOD, there was a pop-up fiesta on the boat ramp. <laughs> <laughs> there was. There was. <laughs> there was a family. They had tents and, and cars yeah, parked like 30, right on the boat ramp. On the 13 boat ramp. kids, aunts, oh, uncles. One car. Grandma, <laughs> 
tequila. Pop-up fiesta. Yeah. yeah. They had chicken wings. 30 people, nine. two cars. Right on the ramp. All right, who else? One with offended? a sale sign written no. soap on the window. <laughs> I'm going to chime in here and twist it up a little salt water. Um, I do it. Uh, go salt water fishing every fall with a group of guys. I wasn't part of the original group, but I fell into it probably, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. And uh, we would always drag our boats down um, anywhere from a 19-foot flats boat to a 23, 25-foot um, V-hole to, to go explore on in the canyon a little bit. Somewhere along the line, we decided, hey, the weather's going to be really bad. Let's take some kayaks and explore some protected waters on a blow day. And then it progressed into everybody getting, there's probably about every manufacturer of kayaks toward the upper end of those kayak manufacturers, what they offer for us uh, is represented on the trip. And we've ventured into slick calm days, leaving the big boats and taking the kayaks. Um, one of the guys that actually originally started the group op has opened up a, uh, a fly shop down there and he offers uh, a kayak uh, with the Torquitos on it. Um, and uh, you go out sound fishing, uh, you can go on sunset cruises. Uh, really neat, really neat thing he does for everybody. Um, sounds nice. And um, in Manio. Very cool. Sunset cruise sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. Uh, very cool. Now, was it OBX on the fly? I think is the name of his shop there in Manio. If you're ever in that area, uh, look him up. That's cool. Very cool. And, and he's a good guy. Let me ask you this, guys. Do you think uh, – Kayaks are the answer answer to college fishing. I've heard that topic come up a lot, right? And, really? and from a standpoint I, I like of that. you know, college age anglers having the ability to have a sixty or eighty thousand dollar boat to compete in yeah. versus the the easier accessibility of kayaks. Do you think that's the future of kayak? Kayak uh, or college bass It fishing? should be. Kayaks? It should so, be. I don't think it's necessarily the future, but it'll definitely help get more kids on the water competing. You're always going to have kids running around in $80,000 bass boats, and you're also going to have kids that can't even afford to take a $10,000 bass boat to a tournament. So there's to have both, both of the options um, will be great. I've personally fished, I guess it was the second uh, Hobie BOS college kayak tournament. We have a kayak team, and we've got three Hobie Outbacks uh, supplied by the school. I used one of those at the Susky, but just Dang. being able to – schools will be able to provide a vessel for, for their anglers. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the deal right there. That's the who deal. who That's set that up? I never thought of that, That's, but that is the deal because it's the deal. Yeah, because the whole thing about like kids and and even in the high school thing where yeah. they're running around in like daddy's bass boat. Yeah. Dude, we grew up fishing in a John boat on John the ponds. Boat. Yeah. And I feel like that's where it should be. Yeah. Not Yeah. yeah. But no, I that I like the accessibility to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Huh. It's just real. Yeah. It's more real. Yeah. Beck? Beck? He keeps throwing it to you tonight. You can't let like you mind your business. Come on, I, Dave. I'm minding my business. My thing. <laughs> Beck, we want to talk about the uh, James Madison uh, yes. UVA uh, 
Wait. Midlothian. Midlothian. The Midlothian mudslide. Brian really wants us all to bond over our Virginia roots is what he wants. That's what he wants. And then Subarco's. <laughs> or 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 brawl. Where did you guys go to college? <laughs> oh, or go to go. college? Ding ding ding. I uh, no. You go ahead. I'm currently at Carson Newman University in Jefferson City, Tennessee. So I'm right by Cherokee and Douglas Lakes. Okay. okay. I went to WVU in Morgantown. Okay. See, we don't have to brawl. Brian was like, oh, someone's got to go into UVA because he knows that I'm anti-UVA as, as a James Madison graduate who's trying to start Brian's always trying to start trouble over here, you know? Uh, I'm the producer. This is what I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was either the, the two the two big controversies tonight was either that or getting Jeff Sprague on to talk about being DQ'd. So just, that's better than... He still hasn't responded. <laughs> still hasn't responded, right. Yeah. So that's better. There's still time. So what does everybody want to do... When you grow up, <laughs> Nolan and Ewing, what do you want to do when you grow up? I, I, I'm, I'm about 29 and I still don't know. So, <laughs> what, um, passed. <laughs> <laughs> so, at first, uh, I really wanted to do, you know, what Mike has done. And I mean, I, I'm going to probably hurt a lot of starry eyed kids' feelings by saying this. I, I got Say to the it. point where, you know, I realized that at least for me right now and the way that the world is set up right now, it's so, so, so incredibly expensive to try to fish the opens and and make it to the elites. And there are people that have the resources to make that happen. And I don't knock them for that. I would do the the same thing if that was the case for me. But for now, I've always wanted to make a living fishing. And for right now, I think that the best avenue for me to pursue is probably going to be somewhere along the lines of YouTube and maybe doing something else. So Right now I work for Pure Fishing. I do some social media stuff for them. And what I really want to do is keep that going and then get YouTube going. I'm really working on YouTube, trying to treat it like a job because as Mike knows, that's what matters these days. Because yeah. I can catch fish with the best of them. Like I've done it. Um, yeah, and I can say it. that. You prove uh, it. But that wasn't really getting me anywhere um, is what I you know, started to find out. Because I, I can remember when I first started fishing in college, you know, what a lot of guys would preach is, oh, okay catch the fish the sponsors will come well let me tell you i caught the fish i caught the fish in a lot of places and the sponsors didn't come so yeah you're 30 you're 30 you're 30 years too late with your intelligence and your skills you're 30 years too late i think the way you're going is probably the best route for right now you know yeah i'm glad you said that because i think there are a lot of uh misconceptions Mm -hmm. about especially high school college age kids about all i have to do is fish it's only the fishing. If I catch the fish, everything will fall into place. And it's so not true. It's so, it's not, so true. not true. The fishing is only 50% of it, and the other 50% is all that other stuff. And you have to be just as good as, at that stuff. So I'm glad you said that. That's a, that is a, that's a good reality check for you. Yeah, I can't tell you how many people have, have qualified through the Opens, and, and they call the sponsors up, and they're like, I made it to the elites. You're going to give me a boat, right? And they're like, now, yeah, no, it's not how the that works. Don't even get a boat a lot of times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ike, you were crushing me on the James with the um, blowing uh, your lower unit, and I'm like, guys, that lower unit's got to last for ten years. You can't be, you can't be messing with that thing. Yeah. You'd be up in the shallows of the creek trying to catch some fish and win the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't representing my family very well. It's crushing me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, just I I do things to my boat. 
I do think said that boat on the James that you should never do to a bass oh, boat. Okay. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Rented mule. Uh, yes. It's pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> Pretty bad. Yeah. 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 And I tell the boys, you know, when you get the sponsors be like you to help you put that bolt in the lower unit at the end of the day, you know, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see if we can get up those creeks. But until then, let's let's take care of it. Yeah. You know, sponsors sponsors is key, and it's hard hard to get them in there. Yeah. 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 Don't be like Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be like Mike. Until you can yeah. be like Mike, then be like Mike. One. Destroy right. that shit. And get One. Another it was day. okay, but what was it? I think it was three. <laughs> that you went through i don't know maybe it was props but i was i was there running around trying to hey I'm, i know eric blah, blah, blah. i was like oh. I know but, you know, uh, i yeah. think it was it was a few it was more than two i know that yeah that it was a few it was one. a few what lower people- units prop shafts props you know that i those guys at Yamaha love me and hate me. So at the service crew, you know, yeah. they absolutely hate you. They, they hate me. <laughs> they hate me because of the work side of it. They want to sit there, laugh, joke, well, smoke they, a joke, they, and then you show up and they got to they got to punch ah, the clock. No, they love me too. Listen, at Oneida this year, I caught like fifty walleye and gave them all the walleye. I mean, come on, man, that's yeah. uh, two dollars yeah. a pound. Yeah, it's a fillet of fish. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Thanks. You, Here's some you peel Thanks shrimp. Thanks for McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> damn it. Damn you. You peel walleye. Oh, man. I was Mike the second is, way. Mike is actually on the uh, Yamaha Hall of Fame for having broken his motor in a way that no one else has ever broken it. Oh, my sure. God, Becky. Let's hear it. Me- meteorite. No, don't you? You cr- what did you crack? And and literally they sent the tech guys from yeah. Japan here. Yeah. From where? Japan? From Japan. Yeah, like they actually. Yeah, yeah they, they, the, they 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 pull up in a car like they, midnight run. Like they, they, literally, <laughs> they literally no, they never saw it before. So they like, I mean, I'm talking about like a day later. Yeah. Like think about what that cost, right? You know, like a day later they showed. Oh up? yeah. Oh, like they beamed them in. Oh yeah. I can't wow. remember what you cracked. You, Front you flipped cracked into the place like. Main, <laughs> I can't remember I what remember it was. Either. I don't remember either. But they showed up, and, I mean, they didn't speak a lick of English either. <laughs> I, I mean, they can, they I didn't hear that. What did you say? So they, so they, they front flip like. <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't think they did that. No, they didn't do that. They, they, did. they did a lot of They bad. did that. Well, they didn't speak a lick of English, but they did a lot of bowing. They did a lot of, ba- you know, they were bowing at me. They were bowing at the motor. There was a front flip. They were so, bowing at everybody. Somebody cra- somebody they cra- were not bowing at Mike. They bow- they somebody cracked like- him with a bow stand. They bowed at the motor. They bowed at me. <laughs> I, only, I, I remember a couple of height, height. There was a lot of height, height, height. So what height, did you break? Head shaking. I can't remember. Oh. I cracked something. No, it was some main support piece that that never breaks. <laughs> that has never <laughs> broken. Sure. sure. It, it, yeah. It's an elevator shaft, and he broke it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. Sorry, Straight guys. The metal it was this huge piece of metal. And you cracked it. Yeah. I remember seeing it. We're like, mm, that can't be good. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Some poor schlep bought that boat off us. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Never buy one of my boats. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I did take a. I I, I took. But this was a Johnson 150 Fast Strike back in the day when I had my Ranger 374V, the one I I won my first bass boat. I was fishing Bugs Island, Kerr Reservoir, in the fall, and it was low that yeah. year, and I was running up the – I can't remember if it was the Roanoke – I think it was the Roanoke side. It doesn't matter. Whatever the right side of the river is there, and and I was in an Everstart. Dude, I was like in third place like on Clarks, the last day. Clarksville? Yeah. yeah, and I was running back out of there on the third day with like 15 pounds of fish, and I hit something so hard. I hit – it spun the boat out, 
And as soon as I hit, it spun out. I smelt lower unit fluid. Ooh. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, ah, oh. I was like shook up. My, my partner was shook up. And I remember like trimming the motor up. And when I trimmed it up, there was no foot on it whatsoever. It had sheared the bolts completely off. And the lower unit was gone. There was nothing there. I didn't Dang. make it back. It was it was really depressing because I it was you know I it was I wanted to do well in that tournament. And I lost the whole last day. Oh my god! You know, I mean, that's your that's your buddy Gavin. That yeah. story. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. It was it was. Yeah. They, they talk about they watch the the, the skag go skipping across the, the water like it was a kid on a bank throwing a rock. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> really? <laughs> who 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 saw this? The on. It was some of my friends from uh, my high school fishing team. They, uh, I guess they were on the Potomac River and hit a rock pile. And the kid that was fishing with him said that when they hit it, he looked over and he saw the skeg skipping across the water like a rock. <laughs> oh, that's wow. awesome. That's great. That's awesome. I mean, can't do that in nah, a kayak. Can't service. do that in a kayak. <laughs> nah, <laughs> you can. You can, bend, you, can. you can bend the fins a yeah, little yeah, bit, you but that's you definitely bend them fins. But you ain't skipping nothing. Torquedo, maybe. Oh. Hey, back back to the river, Mike. You ever thrown a, a floating bug at smallmouth, like sight fishing them on purpose? I have thrown a lot of uh, baits to imitate mayflies and yeah. and cicada, but not that. Like honestly, I'm looking at that. And that is super, super badass. Pretty neat. That is so awesome. So my my cure has always been um, when they get on that bug bite, the mayflies or, or the cicadas is always a clear or a black popper. Straight black popper, black tail. Straight clear popper, black tail. Has always been my – a way that I've caught a lot of fish when they're eating bugs. But, dude, that thing looks – that thing looks badass. It's a neat bait. Like I, I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I'm right. I wrote it down already. I'm gonna order something. That's badass. Well, you're not gonna be able to get any, uh, cause they're gone everywhere right now. But uh, what you can <laughs> do, what you can do, uh, fishing online. My buddies at fishing online, they have some. They didn't come in Friday. They thought they were gonna get them in Friday, but I think on Monday they're gonna get them in. But honestly, right now, like tackle warehouse sold out. Tackle direct sold out. I think I saw some on Amazon. If you want to pay like 17 bucks for them, you can find them on there right now. Um, but somebody definitely has taken advantage of this situation that's now selling them for that. Uh, yeah, they're hard to find because of the little thing we did. Yeah, have you thrown it during the Mayfly hatch too? Does it work just as good there? I don't know. This is something that we kind of stumbled upon. We knew the water was going to be really low and clear. And yeah. so my buddy guides on the New River in Virginia, and he was saying, I talked to him a long ways before the tournament. I was like, hey, man, tell me some summertime smallmouth stuff. You know, I've done it a lot, but I just wanted to pick his brain. He was yeah. like, man, my fly rod clients catch the biggest ones in the summer when the water's really low. Like wow. by far, those guys, you know, even if they're not catching as many, that the average size for them, that those are the only guys that are really catching the great big ones when the water is low. Yeah. So I was just going to take a fly rod because I know how to fly fish. And then I saw this thing online. I was like, well, let me order some of those. And then me and dad took our kayaks to a river near home a week before the tournament to test it out. And it worked really well. And I was like, oh, crap, I need to get more. And so I did. And then uh, we crushed them on it. You better tell whoever runs that company, you better get it 
get production up because pretty soon you're going to see like a Berkeley cicada in production. <laughs> well, see, I, I'm trying to work with somebody to get that happening, but my buddy, uh, a prototype. Powder, too for him, so maybe, maybe we can change his mind. Yeah. But, uh, for now, I don't know. I'm, I, I want to make a better bug, but we'll see. He better, he better find somebody because you're going to see Mike fishing a prototype real soon. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Love that word, prototype, <laughs> prototype. Uh, Paul, we got anything else that has come through? Any anything for for the guys? Anything? And uh, any, anything? Uh, any any uh, answer on Becky? What that means in street language yet? Um, we get the right answer for that. Paul, do you know the answer to that? No, I don't. The only good, the only answer man. involving that was uh, Becky. Dot dot dot. What young white woman? <laughs> Watching you fix his mic, Brian, I don't even know how to react to that. <laughs> I don't even know what to say, dude. Fixing yeah. Paul's mic. He, <clears throat> he's a control freak. It's almost like it's almost like a job to do, guys. But it's almost it's almost like in Swamp Thing where that one evil professor had that experiment that went wrong and he was always <laughs> messing with him, dude. Leave him alone. Let the mic just sit where <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, man. Sorry. Uh, boy. Back to you, Paul. Back to you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, guys, here's here's what I want to know. So, uh, and, and you guys answered a little bit already, but we still got another guest to get to. Too, I Mike. know. <laughs> what, guys, what what's next? What's next? You're you, you know you've really taken the kayak world by storm. Win more, Todd. You're gonna have more kids. Yeah, Todd. More kids. No, what's next, no, guys? What's yeah. next? Nolan Ewing, Todd, el- eliminate more chances for the rest of us to win. Go ahead, Todd. <laughs> have more kids. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you exactly what's next, and that's me in first and Nolan in second. <laughs> Damn, Nolan, you yes. first, you last. Brotherly love. I know. Dude, yes. Look at Ewan yeah. with all the all the plaques behind him. I know. Yeah. I it looks it. like he's in the old like live studio. I, I know. It does look yeah, like it does. the old live studio. Yeah. Although I do want to know, as, as brothers, like – I'm sure you want to support each other, but there has to be a little jabbing from time to time. Heck yeah. You know, there's got to be a little competition here. How, yeah. How does this so play out? This year we've fished four events together now, um, and he hasn't got me yet, and I know he really probably wants to get me more than any of those checks mean to him. Um, <laughs> and it'll happen eventually, but we're just trying to look at it from the standpoint of, we can work together in these tournaments and put ourselves miles ahead of everybody else. If we can just, you know, not worry about the competing with each other factor, because the way I look at it, you know, there's 200 guys in the field, me and him sharing information is just going to help us. We really need to be worried about everybody else, not each other. Um, at this last one, he's already won a couple, so it was okay for me to win, you know, and him to get second. Now, yeah. from now on, I think it'll be a little different, but. Uh, did, did he slingshot yeah, you in for that win? Know, that's that's what I got for that. But go ahead, Ewing, if he was going to say anything. Dad was rooting against him on that one anyway. So. <laughs> uh, from, from now on, I'll I'll just have to make a, a little bit better of decisions and make sure that I can call past him instead of just in the second. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's beautiful. awesome. That's awesome. It was on my bait. <laughs> yeah, hats off! Hats off to Todd. My man, you did a great job with your boys. Yeah. They're yeah. awesome yeah. kids. It, it is, it is, it is cool. I mean, it's very yeah. inspirational, guys. Uh, you know, to see two young guys doing well and you have a head on your shoulder, and uh, it's, it's good. It's good. We need, we need that in the sport. So. 
despite what Dave says, we want to grow the sport. We want to get more, no, we more don't. kids. No, wait, enough of these people already. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough rods and sticking out of everyone's. You guys are doing a good job. You guys are good role models. So <laughs> it's, it's awesome to see it. And congrats on first and second. But they do it the right way, too, man. Yeah. That's important. They're doing it the right way. Yeah. 100%. Super important. Yeah. Less H crates and more no freight. Stay off the lake. <laughs> <laughs> Less H crates. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what it took an advertising for yeah. like a year to come up with that. <laughs> I, I, w- I went into uh, the back pond at DOD the other night after yeah. I passed you in Vegas. <laughs> there was like three freaking kayaks back there splashing around. Yeah. Like, yeah. son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like they're on rapids. <laughs> like rowing nice. like they were fighting for their life. They were all throwing yeah. full-size Whopper ploppers. They uh, were? Yeah. Oh, you saw it? Well, we were there. Okay. I I, I, I fished that deep thing, and then I went in there because it didn't work, out. and then I came back. We actually okay. need to focus more on production. We grew the sport enough. Yeah. We've grown past what we can produce. Yeah. Let's stop telling people about fishing. <laughs> Let's start telling the people to make the shit make more. Yeah. Make more. Make more stuff. Okay. Because we can't even get the thing this kid won with. Well, that's true. Let's yeah. make more stuff. People... Go Raise golfing. your kids. Be responsible. Get off the water. It's my day off too. Go do something else. <laughs> All right. Let's 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 get the manufacturers to make more shit so we yeah. don't have to wait for it so long. Well, I I agree with All that. All right. I would like that to get back to normal. How about that? You know. Yeah. yeah. For a change. I would. Uh, guys, thanks for coming on the show. It, it was it was awesome to have you on. Dave Dave is very pleasant as usual. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish you guys a lot of luck uh, in the next event. You guys, I guess the next Hobie event is Dardanelle. Yeah. Correct? It's Wolf and Fox, but there's like Wolf 40 Fox. people signed up for that one or something. Okay. So it's uh, next one that I'm kind of looking at would be Dardanelle. I see you're on there, and I'm I'm coming in hot to beat you. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Yes. Get it, yo. I love it. I love it. Man, if I finish in the top 20, I feel like I've won. You know yeah. what I mean? In, in yeah. the Hobie events. Dude, it's stout field. You got to get Vegas out there to work with you. I uh, dude, Vegas is he 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 do he can do it. He's 11. He's I'm definitely going to get him there. How old do, how old do you have to be? I I don't 15? know. Is there an age, guys? Is there an age? Is it 15? 15, 16? Is that I what don't it know. Is? I don't know. Well, you and you won at 19 or something, right? Uh I don't think there's an age limit on on when you can start fishing the Hobies. I think it's they used to have like a junior series cuz I know uh one of my buddies, Jackson Orr, he used to fish the junior side, but I think it's all just in one now. Wow. I think I think Vegas is a couple years, two, three, yeah. four years away. I think when he gets into his teens, 14, He just 15. doesn't have that stamina yet to be able yeah. to yeah. do a kayak yeah. that many days in a row. I th- I, I, Todd, I think you should write like a sports dad book that translates across all sports, dude, because you've be raised good. a couple of savages, man. Yeah, that'd be good. Make a little side coin on it. <laughs> I know a good publisher if you want to do it. All right. Okay. Yeah. There Send him over. Yeah. Well, guys, Send good, over. good luck in the next <laughs> events, and thank you for coming on the show. It was great talking to you. Thank you, guys. It's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you all. Have fun with your next guests. I'm buddies with them. They're good dudes. Like <laughs> Hell, yeah. We will. Appreciate it, guys. All right. Thank you, guys. Yes. Hopefully, I'll get to see you on Dardanelle. We'll see you there for sure. All right. See all you. Right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Yes. Miners, everybody. Miners. I wonder if, like, the rest of the business world is seeing the same level that we're seeing in the fishing world of how further advanced people are at their age versus when the Titans were that age. Right. 
I bet you they are. Wait, what? Yeah. So the titans of industry, <laughs> right? When they were 19, 20, 21, like these kids, right? The level of knowledge these 19, 20, 21 had versus what we had, it's not even close. No, they got a lot more knowledge. They have yeah. so much more knowledge than we do. They have so much more positional and, and situational awareness than we did. They definitely do. So how about in like the business world? Does it translate in the same way? For the killers. These kids are killers. I'm not talking about the average jerk-off millennial sitting on his ass. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, the go-getters, like these kids. Yeah. Like, are they seeing that in the business world? Like, man, we were not like this when we were 20. You know? oh, no, I don't no. know. I'm just wondering. Yeah. yeah, what were you into when we were 20? Let's not talk about I was it. watching Beavis and Butthead. Yes. Uh, Bay so, Park. Uh, getting a half chub on Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> half chub. You're right. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Good, that was back good Pam Anderson back in the day. Yeah, but let's be Real honest. When we were younger and you were 20, <laughs> you weren't told, like these kids are now, that the world is your playground. You can do whatever you want. You can have a job making money, whatever makes you happy. No. You know, live your happiness. We uh -huh. were told, like, Get a job, work yeah. your way up. Told and you not to be stupid, you moron. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> exactly. There, weren't, yep. there wasn't this whole mystical, like, you can be anything. You can post yourself on social new, what's, media what's and make six yeah, like, figures. Like, yeah. Like, you uh, come uh, home with a depressed look, and your mom's like, what happened? You're like, I got in trouble at work. She's like, what you do, stupid? Yeah. It wasn't like, what, you know what I mean? Not like now, like, what they do to you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you do, you dumbass? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's different. I don't know. They're definitely more advanced and smarter <laughs> than we were. And they're kinder. They, they're definitely kinder. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. No, they're kinder. We were way assholes. They're definitely way eh. better people. Eh. Oh, no, 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 no. Please. Rhombus course. I see my son with his friends. They don't even have the ability. I'm to like, be wow, you didn't like I'm I'm saying like, you didn't say anything about that? Like how you let him roll with that, dude? Like like I mean like even our weakest link would have said something like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you know <laughs> <laughs> Like McGraw would have called you out and been like, oh, yeah, I don't know about if you should do that. You know? <laughs> even McGraw. Like, McGraw. Uh, 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 up here at my altitude, I don't think you should <laughs> From up here, it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> you know what hasn't changed? This show is just as bad as the day that we started. We have not progressed at we all. Have not. How can we, though? I think we've progressed. And the poor people like, who like come on that we're interviewing basically just have to listen have to, to listen us talk. They do. Like, yeah. the, the poor talk. miners suffered through yeah. that. I know. That was, that was sad. They're great people. Yeah, they, they are. They were awesome. They were awesome. Let me say this, though, before we take commercial Great. Becky. And I outstanding look back on it. And you're right. Yeah. We've actually gone down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, eh, eh. Did Let we even have to self-deprecate that way? I don't even know. Let me say this real quick. <laughs> I was feeling pretty good. Let me say this super quick. And I, did, I didn't bring it up. I didn't bring it up when they were on there. Paul? Because I felt I felt a little, little strange bringing it up. But I do want to say this real quick. Uh-oh. What I said about the going to a Toby event and when I'm, if I finish in the top 20, I feel good. I feel accomplished sure. because, you know, what they said, they work together and there's nothing wrong with it. It's totally legal. And I'm, you know, I, I'm, ha I'm happy for them. They work together. But, dude, that happens in the kayak world nonstop, right? Yeah. There's four guys, there's six guys, ten guys that work together. Yeah. yeah, there's fire teams. It's very, very hard to compete with that. In the grand scheme of things – as the professional league, you know, grows in kayak fishing, I don't, I don't think that's right. You know, th it's an individual sport. 
If this was a team, it happens in the elites too. It's happened in the, I know. Yeah. And I we're going to talk about that later. I know. But but Yeah, I'm ready for that too. I have some opinion. And I'm not I'm not down in any accomplishments that these guys or any anyone that worked together ha- has made, but it's tough because you know, I'm going in, I've got 2 days of practice and I'm not working with 30 guys, you know. Right. So it's tough. Yeah. I think as the sport advances, I think they need to get rid of that, you know. See, I don't know because I, I would. You still do it on the elites, though. Like we're, we haven't set a precedent. I think the elites need to get rid of it. This yeah. is an individual sport. If it's a team sport, but how do you get cool. rid of it? You can't police it. I. You can't uh, police it. I don't know. Have we no integrity? I don't know. Well, we have no integrity. That's obvious. People, people, I'm individuals just saying, if it's have a no team integrity. Tournament. No, no, I'm Vegas with you. Vegas and I, I fished I'm not, a team I'm, tournament. Yeah. Him and his partner. A week ago, fished a team tournament. Perfect. Go yeah. for it. If yeah. it's an individual competition, yeah. how are you going to be working with two, three, four, six dudes? Yeah. It, it, yeah. I, I will tell you, it has annoyed me because I have listened to people on stage who have made that top 50 cut at the elites this year, and they've said, well, thanks to my good friend so-and-so, I wasn't on any fish, but they saw me and gave me this spot, and I made the cut. And I'm like, well, that's- well Mr. 51 – or well." Okay, so yeah, 47. Right. You know what I mean? Just worked their butt off all by themselves, found the fish that they found, and because your friend gave you those fish on that day, that dude just got knocked out of the cut, and he had to listen to you say that. But that's why I might be in the minority when I read about Sprague's disqualification. Like, like, are we fu- like, what are we talking about? Like, if you get information two days after you're not supposed to, like all them other guys were okay, but you, because it was a few days later, all of a sudden now you're a bad guy? That's fucking stupid. It's either... Information or no friggin' information at all, period. And we've had this conversation well, there, before. Well, well there, there are rules, right? And the rules say once the schedule's released, no information. I get it. But there are rules. But then other anglers can give you information in, 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 in the tournament. Your, in your league. But you can't go reaching out to people in the other league. I guess, dude. I, I find it silly. What about the Justice I find league? it silly. <laughs> I find it all silly. I would Justice ask Batman. League. For uh, well, here's the, ask the Wonder okay, Twins okay. and where, where, where Dave, those stumps yeah. are. Dave, no Batman. It where might, the fish at? It might be silly, but that dude might you know knows the rules and still did it, and that and and, and knowingly broke them rules, busted them rules, lied about knowing what when the cutoff is. I mean, how are you going to compete against somebody like that? How are you going to? Well, get are, you, are you? You're going to follow the no, rules, but I, they're I, not. Now you're at a disadvantage because you're following the rules. So I can't. That's where the problem is. I can't argue that, and I, I can't. Well, but and that's well, the thing. It's 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 a really tough to enforce rule, right? And they have to decide because it's either like have them and and enforce them. And when you have the and this is the the thing that we're going to get into later. But when the rules are there and the league does not enforce it or does not announce that somebody broke that rule. And it's been going on, right? We all in this room know. People listening may not know. But it's been going on, and they just dust it under the, the rug. I, here's what happens. They dust it under the rug. Dude pays a little bit of a fine and keeps moving on. What's to stop them from continuing to break the fucking rules? They we so, should just shame don't. everyone. So here, we should but just when you put that shit up, out that's there, what we do in the Northeast, and, you affect and we change their, things. Their, their, their career and their ability <laughs> to get their sponsors and to make shame. their living, they're going to be more inclined to follow those rules. And you guys correct me if I am out of line with this. Interrupt me immediately. These leagues, when their faces 
are using guides before the cutoff, and they're getting all this information. But they can't because they don't know the the schedule for next year. As soon as that schedule's released, it's no information. How come none of the faces ever get penalized for anything? This was the first step. I'm just saying. This was the first time why is it that always, the league has announced a penalty for a major top end But it's angler. special teamers that always seem to always get the bite in the ass. All right, it never, All right. It never Mike Ford, let's go. Move on. I'm not, I'm not bored. I, what, I do want to say this. I think this is where major league fishing went wrong from the, from the get-go is when they had the cups – it was the purest level of competition mm-hmm. out there. You didn't was. know where you were going. You didn't know where you were going. You'd show up at a place with no – there was no way to get it. I agree with that. Ray Scott started that, that shit with the I classic. I love that format. Now it's totally gone. They don't yeah. even have cups anymore. Yeah. And they got the dumb crest tournaments or whatever yeah, they the are. Well, well, besides that. Yeah. But, you know. Last guy picked for dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> Last guy picked for dodgeball. Yeah. All right, let's take a break because I am excited to get our next guest on. Uh, yes. What do you think? They're, they're queued up and they're ready. They're queued up and ready. Okay. Listen. Uh, they're I hope they're doing keg standers right now. Are they doing keg standers? Absolutely. That's pretty, pretty standers? Cool. Keg stands. What? He says standers. standers. What's a stander? That's like you're doing a stand and then you're like pluralizing because you did more than one. He standarded it. <laughs> Why are you defending him? All right. right. Because I understood what he said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen to me. Uh, Hang in there with us. We got two great guests coming up. We got Luminetti. Uh, Luminetti. Luminetti. The Luminati coming on. Luminati. <laughs> the Illuminati. The Illuminati. Deep we're State. Got, we're going to be Dave Deep State. Is going to be interviewing the oh, Luminati. Oh, I'm going to take out the Deep State next episode. <laughs> Stay oh, tuned. God. Hang Fuck in there with us. We come back. More like live in the Luminati. Where's Alex Jones? <laughs> You know, right now where we're standing, we're in Camden, New Jersey. Yeah. Philadelphia is right there. This is the concrete jungle. And, you know, a lot of those kids, as they grow up, they don't fish. It's interesting because they're surrounded by water. You know, the, the Delaware River, the Schuylkill, ponds, city park lakes. But they don't have the influence to, to, to cast, to fish, to have a rod and reel. And that really, that became our focus, you know, is to target kids in what we call non-traditional areas, you know, urban areas, city centers, where the population's high. And and let these kids have the experience, you know, and it's amazing. I mean, some of the experiences we've had, whether it's Central Park in New York City, here in Camden, other parts of the country, even just casting. Yeah. It's unbelievable to see it, isn't it? Yes. It's unbelievable. Yes. And, uh, you know, you see these kids have this experience they've never had, and they light up, you know? The big thing, I think, for the Ike Foundation is we're not, we're not saying we want all these kids to become professional anglers. No. It'd be great if some of them did, but we want them to have that fishing experience because it ties them to so, mu- so many other positive things. The outdoors, nature conservation, Conservation. uh, ecology, um, you know, all these amazing things in life that maybe they wouldn't have been exposed to any other way, we're trying to help with that. So it's it's important, it's important for us. We're proud of it. Four and a half inch drop shot worm, Bama bug. Finesse Jig, PB&J, give me something hard. Hey, KBD here. Now, I didn't always know this much about fishing. 
3-aught, no, 4-aught EWG worm hook. In fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerkbait and a stickbait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about Calculus. And he knows a lot about Calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras like free fishing magazines. October 2016, featured article, four places to throw a frog, exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass, and how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. At Founders Brewing, we asked ourselves, what if we brewed a beer perfect for any occasion? A beer that makes a weekday feel more like the weekend. And the weekend feel more like an adventure. What if we brewed a beer that brought us together and allowed us to be ourselves? A beer that is just as much of a companion as it is a reward at the end of the journey. What if we explored the unknown together and found a new way? What if we celebrated taste and flavor and life's simple pleasures? And what if we brewed a beer that could go where you go without slowing you down? What if? Founders All Day IPA. Low ABV and full flavor that goes where you go. Chase your what if. All right, Brian, uh, Torquedo today. We've got the Ike Live Tiny Boat out. I want to tell you, this is not just for electric-only reservoirs. It's for other things as well. Today is a great example. Where are we? What are we going to take this thing through today? The Upper Susquehanna. Upper Susquehanna River. That's right. Current, rock, Lots nasty bottom. Yep and we're gonna use the Torquedo. Everybody else running jet drives. We've got the rock guard on the Torquedo. We're going to some small spots. Yeah. Get in there, we're gonna make it happen. There you go. Let's go. Shallow water, Beep. speed, strength, power. Come on, let's Consistency. go. Consistency.